Brandon Steiner, and this is Unplugged with Brandon Steiner. Hello, Shaq. It's a pleasure to have Shalom, you here. Shalom, my brother. Shalom. How are you, sir? It's a pleasure to have you here. You know that. Thank it you. It really is. I mean, I've been waiting a long time to have you up here at Steiner, but I guess my first question, being a kid that was deprived as a young one, getting sneakers, how hard was it you get sneakers when you were younger? Very hard. Uh, I had two saviors. Uh, my uncle used to work at Dr. J's. Remember Dr. J's? On 125? Yeah. Well, no, not that one. It was, oh. one in, it was one in Newark, New Jersey. So my uncle used to work at Dr. J's. Him and the owner, they used to slide me one pair a year. So I had to play in those uh, one pair a year. And started off with Chuck Taylor's. And it started off with another shoe that had his own theme song. Would you like to hear a theme song? Of course I would. Buddies, they make your feet feel fine. Buddies, they cost a dollar ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, I used to wear buddies. <laughs> used to get me into a lot of fights, but it was very difficult. Well, these are pretty cool. Size twenty twos. These are from your original uh, rookie year. Yes, these are from but the original rookie year. These are called Shack Attacks. I helped design these. Uh, I used to like Nike, but I knew I wasn't gonna get a deal with Nike, so I'm famous for wearing a Reebok jacket to a Nike meeting. <laughs> so that Reebok will be forced to sign me. So you know, I've been with Reebok for over 30 years now. They may have missed one here. With you, you think Nike? Oh yeah, Nike definitely missed one. Yeah, there's no question. Yeah, and and not not to mention all the winning, but the personality. Oh, you would have been amazing. Yes. Um, you collect. I mean, you seem like a little bit of a collector. I didn't collect, but after walking to your warehouse, I just went shopping. So thank you. That uh, Dr. J with the ball coming out the picture, I need three of those. You love those. You like Dr. J. Yeah, why, why, why Dr. J? What, what's your connection to him? Dr. J is the reason why I started playing basketball. Really? Uh, I know a lot of people don't, especially the youngsters, they don't really mention his name, but I'm going to make sure his name goes on forever. Of course, there's Mike and Kobe and LeBron, but it all started with the doc. So I'm going to make sure these youngsters know who Dr. J is. He was special. Yeah, definitely. What was. What was it like growing up uh, for you? You know, you grew up tough neighborhood. Was it did, was 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 it not, was it as easy or tough as as what people talk about? Uh, tough neighborhood. Uh, father was a disciplinarian. I always stressed that I'd be a leader and not a follower. I started off being a follower. Got in trouble a couple of times. I would say I was a medium level juvenile delinquent. Still in cars. Still in bubble gum. Fights here and there. Nothing too serious. And then one day, uh, had a fight with this kid. He went into a seizure. Cops came by. Almost could have went to jail, but the kid's parents didn't want to press charges. So that day right there, I just changed my life. And then after that, after I said to myself consciously, I'm going to change my life and start doing right, everything started falling in place. Uh, father comes in with an article and says, if, if you start acting right, you could do this. The article was when John Conkak signed $15 million for three years, which is five a year. And then my father had tickets when they came to town. I went to see him play. It was pretty good, but I was doing the same thing he was doing as a, a medium-level juvenile delinquent. So I said, you know what? Let me, let me stick with this basketball thing. And it all worked out. Do you ever stop? And I mean, besides movie star, we've seen you on the big screen. You're phenomenal on TV with TNT. I can go on and on with your licenses, your branding. You ever stop and think about, like, wow, look how far you've come from where you started. I just always said to myself, I'm glad I listened. I listened to the two most important people in my life, my mother and my father. Uh, 
father had an eighth grade education, but he joined the army. Uh, mother's an educated woman, and you know they always said, whatever you want to become, you can become. And at first, I didn't believe him, but once little things started happening, I was like, you know what, it's right. Like, can I get one of your mom's favorite lessons? Uh, mom's favorite lesson. Uh, let's see. Oh, treat people as you expect them to be, not as they are. Like, I don't have problems with anybody. No race, no religion, no color, because when I see you, I expect you to be nice because I'm going to be nice. And so, you know, I think more people in the world today should follow that. Treat people as you expect them to be, not as they are or as you think they are. So just treat them with respect, and they'll treat you with respect, and the world will be a better place. Leadership. You play with some great players, and you've seen some great coaches. Just give me a little insight of how you define leadership and what you think is needed to be a great leader. Well, you know, and you know, you know this, being a leader of this movement you've been doing for a while. Leaders have a tough job. You know, do we focus on the task, or do we focus on the relationship? A lot of times, when you focus on the task, the relationship starts to dwindle. When you focus on the relationship, the task starts to dwindle. So. I think you just have to modulate correctly. Uh, when I was in LA, I was I was I was solely task driven, focusing on the task, didn't really care about the relationships. That's what I mean. Kobe's relationship was a little rocky. I switched it up when I got to Miami. I focused on the relationship. Me and Dwayne, we have a great relationship, and we still won the championship. So it could, you know, leadership can apply to both sides, but I just think you have to modulate on how you do it. And according to these guys that you work for, you do an unbelievable job. Well, thank you. Riley Brown Jackson, three phenomenal, maybe three of the best. Is there one to you over the other, or what makes those three so special? Is there something in common they all have? Well, they're all great leaders. They're all definitely great motivators. Brown was the one. He, he's going to be my number one because he stuck up for me. I actually see him run on the floor and punch a dude in the face because the dude was hacker-shacking me. So he's always going to be my number one no matter what. Punched him literally in the face? Yeah, punched him in the face. And I kind of feel bad that I wasn't able to, 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 to get him one of these uh, at LSU. So he's my number one. Number two will probably go with Phil. Uh, watching Phil's style of coaching helped me derive this quote. If the general doesn't panic, then the troops doesn't panic. Like a lot of times in games, you see guys, you know, go on a run and you see the coach yelling and screaming. Like I just used to see Phil looking like this. So that just showed me that he wasn't scared, so why should we be scared? And then Pat Riley's a great motivator, uh, hard-nosed guy, you know, different type of guy. But, you know, we we respected each other. And, you know, we bumped heads at time, but, you know, the main goal was to win, win a championship, and we did that. Just your personal stuff. On uh, You do a lot of stuff with community. Children are always a priority. Can you just tell me a little bit what's going on with you there? Because you always got something cool going. Well, happy to say that we're this, this year will be the 25th year of uh, Shaka Claus. Uh, along with myself, Toys R Us, we, we, we donate money, donate clothes, we buy toys. I'm, I'm usually taking care of four cities at a time, Boys and Girls Club. Last year I did Atlanta, Baton Rouge, Newark, and Orlando. Uh, Close to Christmas, I just you know bring in 200, 300 kids and just get them whatever they want. Bikes, computers, laptops, iPods, wireless headphones, that. Uh, we're on the 25th year of Shaq's Giving, where my mother and I, we feed homeless people. Uh, I built a great movie theater in my hometown of Newark, New Jersey. Got one up 
and we're trying to take over all the other movie theaters in the city. So hopefully, all the movie theater theaters in my hometown will be Shack Plex Seminars. Wow! And uh, and, and and you know we do a lot of stuff unseen. You know, I like I like doing stuff that's that's unseen and unheard of. Do you ever do you? Take it easy ever, or do you like to just be busy twenty four seven and make really just live the most effective, efficient life you can? Uh, I just like to maximize my potential and just like to help those in need. You know, for me, guy asked me the other day I was giving a speech. He said, "What would you like to be known known as your legacy?" And I said, "It's simple. I want people to say Shaq was a nice guy. Doesn't matter how many rings you got or." what your car is worth or what your shoe is worth. Just like when, when you meet Shaq, is he nice or is he a shh? And I'm sure 97% will say he's a nice guy. And that's all I really want. There's nothing else really matters. Closing message, um, just the kids out there. Kids, um, kids out there, message is very simple. Uh, be a leader, never give up, and follow your dreams. You know, whatever your dreams are, pursue them. Doesn't matter what your dreams are. Doesn't matter what what you know. If people say you can make it or not, uh, I wasn't always the Shaq man. Freshman and sophomore year, I got cut. Thought about quitting. But you got cut from the basketball team. Yeah, a couple of basketball teams. Six nine and six ten. Cut. Couldn't play, and I could have gave up there. But my mother always just said, just keep fighting, and know this: that your dreams will come true, now, tomorrow or in the near future if you keep pursuing them. If you stop right now, they'll never come true. So just keep, uh, you know, just keep chasing your dream. Well, I know a guy that sells $30 million worth of dirt off a dream. <laughs> so don't tell me dreams don't come true. I know a guy, yeah, dirt, $30 million. Actually, it's $50 million, excuse me. Dirt, we collect the dirt, put them in a capsule, boom, leave it there, put them in pins, put them in keychains, $50 million, off a dream. Obviously, my man went to a flea market after visiting his mother. Guy was selling dirt, and boom, the dream hit him. Fifty million dollars worth now. So don't tell me dreams don't come true, buddy. I know a man. I do. Shaq, am I reading you wrong? This is the second time I've hung with you a little bit. You're so even, and you seem like a very happy person, and you seem more of a giver than a taker. Although, yeah, I'm sure people are always looking to give. Am I reading you wrong, or is that? No, very happy. Uh, my motto in life, especially when I retired, is it could be worse. Could be worse, you know, especially in, in our profession. Uh, unfortunately, 90% of us, and I say us because I'm, I'm always be athlete, not working, no income, not doing anything, so just happy. You know, I'm happy that I listened to my parents and they said, hey, invest wisely. Invest in Google and Uber and Lyft and GE and Pepsi and Reebok, companies like that. Be smart with it. Have fun. Do the right thing. Have something to fall back on. And, you know, that was the first thing I did when I, when I came. Because I, I realized that I could probably play 10 years, maybe 20. But after that, in order to make similar uh, uh, income, you have to do other things. So I've, I've been I've been smart in that aspect. But, yeah, I'm happy. Well, I, I'm a new member of your fan club. i, I got to be like an honorary member. It's been a pleasure having you, Shaq, up here today. We hope to see you back here yes. often. We, we, it's just been a big energy boost having yeah. you up here. It's been thank, great. Thank you. And remember, kids, my main man sells dirt. <laughs> I know somebody can do it, too. Thanks, Shaq. Shalom, brother. Thank you.